Welcome to Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy. Bo Brock, as always, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Bo at Bob Brack. You can follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. If you have a Google Home at home, you can say, hey, Google, tell me the Arizona Cardinals news for the day. And you'll hear either a one-minute or five-minute blurb from Bo Brock and myself. Tell your friends. If you have an Alexa, say, hey, Alexa, play Locked On Cardinals. And it will. That's true, man. That's how my dad does it because he is uh, somewhat inept when it comes to the technological arts. So there's a lot of different ways to listen to us. Uh, Spotify, uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Himalaya. We are out there for you. Uh, we appreciate everybody that listens. Again, our listenership is growing by the week. And a lot of that is thanks to performances like we saw yesterday. It's a bittersweet performance, I guess you could say. It's bittersweet. It's not great, not bad right in the middle, and that's a far cry from where we were last year when I was falling asleep midway through the third quarter in most games. So, Bo, we were texting back and forth throughout the throughout the, the game. 23-17 loss. The Ravens, uh, it, w- it was a third and long bread basket toss and catch to mm. a rookie quarterback, to a rookie wide receiver yeah. that dashed the dreams of the Arizona Cardinals for yesterday. That w- I was like, listen. There's no way Lamar Jackson's not going to complete this, right? Because this is the downward trend that we've just seen the Arizona Cardinals uh, riding on over the last couple of years. And I was like, they're going to complete this, aren't they? What was it? It was third and third, over 10. Third and 11. Yeah, third and 11. And Marquise yep. Brown, lo and behold, that son of a bee on the outside, right in the bread maker. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it was uh, pretty disheartening. I mean, for the Cardinals to be in that position, it was another one of those uh, late comebacks. Kyler Murray, though, you could kind of see that momentum gain throughout the entire contest like I mean he just came continue to gain steam um sure they wasn't paying off as far as touchdowns were concerned but he was keeping them right in the thick of things and you know it's you're sitting there and it's 17 20 and it's third and 11 and you're maintaining and you're slowing down that run game that's just gashing you and Lamar Jackson goes over the century mark he gets 120 and uh Mark Ingram has some pretty impressive runs but man that to Hollywood Brown it was I mean for to kind of get up on that high and watch this team play so well and continue to just fight and then just have all the air released and kind of get that gut punch. It, it Was it probably the, the best gut punch that you felt in a long time? Yeah, like in a it, weird way? Yeah, because It made you feel alive. Because yeah, the gut punch wasn't, <laughs> you know, looking at the first half numbers of week one last year and the Arizona oh, Cardinals were on the field for five and a half minutes of the 30. Now, we'll talk about time of possession later because that number was a little jarring too. But yeah, Bo, it's 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 a much better problem to have than all the problems that were had last year. So you had Kyler Murray, had Larry Fitzgerald. And th- listen, before we actually start breaking things down here, the reason why Larry Fitzgerald has been so wide open is because defenses don't normally see this many wide receivers on the field every play. Somebody's that's going to happen in this offense. That that is going to be a byproduct of this offense. Wide open players, or at least you'd hope to think that that's going to be a byproduct of this offense. It's not oh Larry Fitzgerald, he's old. Let's not let's not guard him on this play. No, mm-hmm. it's just a different route trees kind of put together with a bunch of fast guys on the outside. I think it was probably as far as yesterday was concerned the biggest illustration of the college game completely bleeding into the pro game now as far as how 
the spacing goes. And, and, and like you're pointing out, Larry Fitzgerald, we saw a couple of the plays where he was just streaking down the field and nobody was around 11. Or we saw it with Mark Andrews on the other side, unfortunately, where he just he there's there's openings, there's soft bots in the defense, and they're finding it. And guys, innovative offensive guys like Cliff Kingsbury, I mean, it's just so impressive. It seemed like that score yesterday should have been like 38-35. It ended up being 23-17. But there was a huge, a lot of big chunk yardage plays. And uh, like I said, it just it felt good to just feel alive. Like you're not just this corpse any longer. You're not just this team that other NFL teams just roll over and expect to win like 45-10. You got to imagine that the days of the 13-and-a-half point spread – are probably gone at this point. And that's what they were going into Baltimore, and the Cardinals were in this thing all the way into the fourth quarter, deep into it. Now you're locked on Cardinals' lead story. I'm Alex Clancy along with Bo Brock. If there's such a thing as two moral victories in a row, we're looking at it. And these two games had completely different textures, one of which was the Cardinals didn't wake up until the start of the fourth quarter. They looked outmatched. They looked like it was a college offense with a college head coach and a college quarterback against a pro team. They turned it on, ended up saving face and tying. Yesterday, they they were in this game the majority of the time. I think they were inside the red zone three times and didn't score touchdowns. And they were they were knocking on the door to score touchdowns. And they just couldn't execute. They just didn't execute. Some of that had to do with David Johnson going out with a wrist injury. It's just also just being immature in this offense and not having all the tweaks out of it yet. Also, defense. Lamar Jackson, I'm okay. I, I, I get it. I get it. He's the first player in NFL history, first quarterback in NFL history in the regular season to have over 120 rushing yards and over 250 passing yards, is that the stat? I, I believe that's the stat. Over 120 and over 250 in the same game. And it's not like he was he had a 75-yard run that got a chunk of it. His long was 19, and he had 16 carries for 120 yards. That's a problem. Getting on the outside, he's a lot faster than our defensive ends and linebackers. That's something that will expose a 3-4, especially with a fast quarterback. But all in all, Bo, and correct me if I'm wrong, we're sitting there and we're texting. Mm-hmm. We see... Burr have a great catch. Keyshawn Johnson have a great third down long catch. We're seeing growth from guys that may not make other NFL rosters from the wide receiver position because of how this offense is is constructed and how Kyler Murray has this pinpoint. Pr- I, I am shocked with his ability to throw on the run, to throw on the pocket, to throw outside the pocket. Far, short, whatever. This dude throws in the vicinity of the of the wide receiver every time. He threw the ball 40 times yesterday, and not one was close to being picked. I think there was one that was tipped that was almost picked. But besides that, this dude is this dude's blowing my mind. Yeah, I mean, his athleticism, I mean, it's not being showcased as far as getting big-time uh, rushing yards. We're not seeing that like we saw from Lamar Jackson on the other side of it. He only had – Kyler Murray only had four rushing yards. But you're right, I mean, his athleticism – just behind the line of scrimmage and making plays and kind of throwing guys open. And sometimes with Cliff Kingsbury's offense, you don't even have to throw a guy open. He's just wide open down the field. But you're right. It's just I was thinking yesterday while watching this game as we see Demir Bird make a play. We see Keyshawn Johnson make a play. Outside of Fitz and Kirk last year, there weren't other wide receivers making plays for this team. There just weren't. 
And it's just such a breath of fresh air that there are guys, other playmakers on this offense. Now, I think some of it goes to Cliff Kingsbury, some of that, some of that credit goes to him, but also a lot of credit goes to Steve Kyman in seeking out this offseason. Yeah, we we're gonna change up the quarterback position, but we're also gonna bring some guys in to help him around him help him out. I mean, it, it was he, he had twenty five receptions. Uh Kirk had six, Fitz had five. Last year, this this was unheard of. I mean, there there just weren't other guys making plays like this all over the board. Yeah, two guys with over 100 yards receiving. And now, here's the thing, and, and we're going to talk about this more and more throughout the season and probably more and more down, throughout the week. There needs to now be balance. Like, David Johnson went out with a with a wrist yesterday, and everybody's like, oh, no, is, are we, are, is this um, you know deja vu? Ended up coming back in, scoring the, scoring the short touchdown to keep them in the game. Kyler can't throw the ball 40 times a game. Right, I mean, I just don't. It, with they ran the ball eleven times all game, and three of them were in the first possession, I believe. So it's at some point there's got to be a little bit more balance, and balance is a word that we're going to see a lot of, especially, you know, they're going to start running the ball more now. It'll help yeah. when it gets cold, and they have to go to the East Coast. You're not going to be able to throw the ball this much in cold weather. Like there are a lot of things that are stacking against this style of offense. But for now, at least it's exciting. Kyler threw for another 350 yards. At this rate, he's going to break the three-point record like Kyler Murray did. I mean, like uh, like Steph Curry did. <laughs> he's going to break all these single-season records if he continues to throw the ball this much. Yeah. And, it, I mean, he threw the ball. He's, he's throwing the, 700 yards in his first two NFL games. Yeah, I think Cam Newton's the only other rookie quarterback uh, to go over the 300-yard mark in his first two games. Is that right? And then, ironically enough, they they score off against each other here in Week 3. But... Yeah, it's. It, it, I think maybe you're seeing a lot of passing because the Cardinals haven't had a lead in this entire two game stretch. Yeah, maybe. You know, that's probably, you know, they're chasing it. But you look at Chase Edmonds when he had to spell David Johnson when he looked like he might be out for the game. He only got one carried, mm-hmm. it, which is kind of interesting. He did have two catches for 15 yards, but it didn't seem like, you know, I, I think a lot of people expected that this Cliff Kingsbury offense was going to be very pass heavy. In the first two games, I didn't think anybody really anticipated it being this pass-heavy, especially with the athleticism, the ability to run the football that we thought we had when uh, when the Cardinals drafted Kyler Murray out of Oklahoma. Let's talk more about this on the other side. Locked on Cardinals. lot to unpack here. lot, lot, lot to unpack here. We've got a lot of great sponsors on the Locked on Podcast Network. Bo's about to talk about one in just a minute. I'm going to talk about one right now called Peloton. Can't find a workout that keeps you engaged? Peloton is an immersive cardio experience with real-time features that will always keep you coming back. Get 100 bucks off accessories when you purchase the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home. Go to OnePeloton.com and use promo code LOCKED to get started. P-E-L-O-T-O-N. One, write it out. O-N-E-P-E-L-O-T-O-N.com. Promo code LOCKED to get started. Lots of excitement surrounding the Arizona Cardinals State Farm Stadium. The Red Sea is going to be rocking. If you want to get yourself out to a game, well, why not check out Vivid Seats, the online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans live entertainment and experiences that last a lifetime. Vivid Seats listeners can watch their favorite teams, artists perform in person. What did you see? You saw Green Day, Weezer, Fallout Boy going out on tour together. You can get tickets to that show if you want. Vivid Seats. It ha- as I said, it's got great 
prices, easy purchasing experience, as well in-app loyalty program. We're talking about Vivid Seats Rewards. With the reward statuses ranging from MVP to Hall of Famer, customers can earn from 10% up to 16% credit on all their purchases through the app for the month of September. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program. Start earning right away. They'll enjoy the credits on all purchases as part of Vivid Seats Rewards. All Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by 100% guarantee. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter the promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount up to $100. Welcome back, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. I I was pissed. Like, listen, Bo, you and I pride ourselves to a certain degree on being very unbiased with what we see. I see you and I both slowly starting to not become fanboys, but start to cheer when good things happen for the Cardinals. And it, it used to be because... You know, it makes our our job more fun, more positive. Instead of being the Grim Reaper every day, it's it's nice to talk about positive things. And I'm starting to like cheer. When I saw the first pass from Kyler to Fitz yesterday, I may have needed a throat lozenge afterwards. <laughs> you know, I mean, there are little things that it that I'm starting to become enamored with this team, just how the construct is. And I know it's still the honeymoon phase and six weeks in, if they're one or uh, seven weeks in they're one, five and one, maybe we'll be speaking a different tune. But I think with how little output they got from the rush attack last night and how many yards Lamar Jackson accounted for, uh, it's 390 for those that are counting at home. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm starting to really believe in this squad and, and see a really bright future for them. Yeah, I think that we could even start previewing a potential victory as early as next week. I mean, this is a team that's just fought and kind of clawed all the way to the end, and you pull for teams like that. I mean, it's they're the underdogs. And every, of course, in the United States, everybody loves a, a, an underdog story. That's why Rudy was so popular before people kind of started realizing it's not that good of a movie. Oh, shut uh, up. Yeah. Great movie. <laughs> he was offsides, dude. Anyway, so Lamar Jackson, outside of him, I mean, the the Cardinals' rush defense was was pretty solid. I mean, they held Mark Ingram to under four yards of carry, and Gus Edwards under four yards of carry. Um, I mean, we saw Mark Andrews kind of fly open at at all all times. Yeah, I, I think what we're kind of getting to is is much fun as this is watching and and seeing these exciting games. At what point does this fan base? At what point do people start calling for this team? to start doing the things that it takes to take the turn from being competitive to winning ball games. And one of the things that I saw yesterday was it was early in the first half and Lamar Jackson threw a ball that hit one of the Cardinals members of the secondary in the hands and he couldn't secure it for an interception. And I think once the the Cardinals need to start turning and converting those potential picks into interceptions. So that turned into a, a Justin Tucker field goal. So that was points. And it could have just been a turnover for the Cardinals, and I think that would have gotten a guy like Kyler Murray uh, some momentum that he needed, that was necessary to potentially take a lead in that game. So you're, you start to see stuff like that. Of course, you want to get the run game going. We saw two guys, as you mentioned, over 100 yards receiving. David Johnson just had the seven carries for 14 yards. He was out of it, 
but you got to have some sort of run game when you've got the athleticism of Kyler Murray. And then if you believe in Chase Edmonds, I don't know if you do or not, you talked about this in the preseason training camp time. Maybe it is time to start looking at it, kicking the tires on another running back. If Chase Edmonds, if you're not going to trust him to be your backup, you got to get somebody that's going to be effective. Yeah, I mean, especially in this offense, with in the day and age of the Duke Johnsons and Theo Riddicks and, you know, Chris Thompsons, there's room. There's room for somebody like that. And David Johnson is a bruiser enough between the tackles. I mean, it depends on what you want. Do you want a Jay Jai, a LeGarrette Blunt, which I don't think would really fit in this offense? Or do you want a guy that that's a flanker that, you know, looks like Kyler Murray but is in but is a receiver slash running back? Yeah. I mean, you need as many options as you can have, and the vertical game isn't always going to be there. You need guys, you need routes that can keep uh, defenses honest, find holes in, in zone defenses, and it can come from the running back position. Yeah. It I can. think that's this next stop, this next step for this offense. I mean, as they kind of grow, they need to start developing that run game. And I think with that, it will only help the pass game and maybe take a couple, what, 10 attempts off of Kyler Murray's, um, you know, per game average attempt, which is absurd right now. As you mentioned, 54 passes in the first game 40 in the in the second game I mean that's just that's too high right now and if it, it maybe it takes them getting the lead and maybe them starting to run the clock a little bit uh we might be getting ahead of ourselves but I think that this is going to be fun to watch it's going to continue even if the wins don't start to come for a couple more weeks it's still going to be fun I mean I, I think that you and I were so pumped over uh last week's tie and how it kind of came about and then the dust finally settled, and we're like, wait a second. Did we just wax poetic for at least four days about a tie? I mean, what the hell happened to me? You start to kind of check yourself in the mirror. It's like, I thought that was absurd. I thought that I would laugh at any NFL team that would tie. I was poking fun at Donovan McNabb when he didn't know that ties existed. Yeah. It was just like, I, I, this, this team, I think that they're probably going to have a little bit of a longer leash than some of the other teams in the NFL to not have the pressures of – converting wins from losses or ties, but uh, I, I think we can just enjoy this ride as this team develops. Uh, it, it's That's just a, that's just a reality of everything. That's just, that's just the curve that was created, unfortunately, by this, and it was an indictment on this organization and how far they'd fallen in 2018. Alex Clancy, Bill Brock, Locked on Cardinals. On the other side, we're going to talk about two things. One, I'm going to give you some numbers through two weeks with team stats across the NFL. It's not good for the Cardinals. And two, should the Cardinals expect to win week three against the Carolina Panthers? We'll give you a very, very early preview next, Locked on Cardinals. What's going to happen is your wife's going to come calling more and more often. And when she wants to get down and maybe have some good sex, you better be ready to go. And we can help you do that. Not only just help you get ready for it, but increase your performance, have that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them any time, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up as twice as fast as the pill, so you're ready to go whenever the opportunity arises. How about you're watching football all day Sunday? You're eating wings, you're full, and there's not a whole lot of time to spare, but once the games are over, the final whistle has been blown, and then she wants to go... 
pop a blue chew and you can go and you can perform like a maniac in the bedroom. Blue chew prescribed online ships straight to your door in a discreet package. No in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment free. We use the special promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code Locked On to try it free. Blue Chew, it's better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring Locked On Cardinals. Final segment, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Bo at Bob Brock. Have you ever watched that show? <laughs> Have you ever watched that show with um, Hank Azaria as the announcer? Yeah, Brockmeyer? Yeah, is it good? Pretty funny. It is, because I'm looking mm-hmm. for a new show. I, that literally just came to my head. We talked about what we were going to talk about this segment, and then that came up. Because I sounded like a dumbass when I, when I came back from break. Doesn't matter. Um, so I was looking at the stats through two games, and I know this is very, very new. Just relax. I'm just I'm looking at total defensive output. Defensive yards allowed was the first thing I came. Like, oh New England, they're having a really good, um really good start. They've given up four hundred and ninety two yards, total two forty six a game. Haven't played the best opponents, but go to the bottom. Cardinals are giving up more than four hundred and fifty total yards of offense a game. The only team that's worse by about seventy yards is the Miami Dolphins. Oof. So what do we do here with this? Like, I didn't know... I, I didn't know how to take this. Right. And we watched Detroit take on LA, the Chargers this past weekend, and they weren't exactly lighting the world on fire offensively. What was that game, like 13-10? 13-10. Yeah, it was, it was ugly. It was, it was anything but an offensive... Uh, couple offensive juggernauts going at at each other. I mean, as far as the Ravens, though, we have seen them put up just absurd numbers in the first two games, yardage-wise, points-wise. I mean, at some point you have to see some progress, right? But at the same time, is that week six when, after week six, when uh, Patrick Peterson comes back? I mean, can you imagine Patrick Peterson in in this lineup at this point? I think he makes a play yesterday that helps his team potentially inch closer or even win that game. Um, it, it's, I, I mean, it's, it's ugly. I mean, but it's, it, you're going, you, you made the choice to go with Steve Wilkes last year and Al Holcomb and go from a 34 to a 43 and then back to a 34. So it's good. There's going to be some growing pains. Fortunately, the offense is keeping you in games. Uh, it was so cool to see Kyler Murray on that two point conversion. He just looked like he was out on the playground. You know, I had like that old school, yep. like it looked like the old school NFL films where like Dan Marino's just backpedaling and just serving the defense and then he just throws a laser to the back of the end zone. I don't know. It's just, I'll take it for right now. But yeah, there is, once once the expectations go up a notch, Alex, that's when we're going to start to see some frustrations with this defense. And that's when guys start losing jobs. That's when defensive coordinators' seats get a little hot. But right now, uh, starting to feel, you got to feel things out and they ran into a hot quarterback in Lamar Jackson, who I think is, I don't think he's going to keep up at this pace, but he's certainly going to continue to have a great 2019 season. I don't see that slowing down. So, yeah, uh, agreed. So we got to get out of here today. Bo, I'm going to ask you a very simple question. This is what we call a tease Ooh, boy. in the industry. Will the Arizona Cardinals win on Sunday against the Carolina Panthers? At home, hosting the struggling Carolina Panthers. (laughs) 
I, I got to tell you, I think they win. You think they win, you crazy SOB? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I think tomorrow, Locked on Cardinals.